animal he thinks he has the right to kill. What's up, guys? I'm Yaz. I'm Casey, and this is the worst horror podcast. Yes, he's so back. awkward. <laughs> awkward <laughs> silence. Wow. <laughs> Off to a good start, everyone. Oh my gosh. Okay, so been a couple months. <laughs> been <laughs> ten months to be exact. Has it really since yeah. we last had an episode? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, shit. You know us, the queens of consistency. That's what they call us. Yeah. You know, never mind. Whatever. I was gonna say we were so <laughs> consistent and good at the beginning of the year, and then. But that, what, that lasted probably like three months, maybe? Yeah, I think what was our last one, gosh, yeah, not far into 2021, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever, we're back, it's fine. Okay, so if you've been following our podcast still after all this time, um, maybe some of you would have seen that I put out like a short little video kind of doing like um, mini reviews of different movies and showing you guys a little bit of my VHS collection. But at the beginning of that video, I did mention that we've been away for our own like personal reasons. I don't know if that's something that you want to, because I I didn't want to say on your behalf during the video. I don't know if you want to just, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I honestly, so I don't really have an excuse too much because what happened is in... September, my husband and I bought a house, which was awesome, but I now live in the legit mountains. <laughs> so um, in July, we were told, my husband and I were told, hey, you basically have to get out. We weren't evicted for being bad tenants. So it was kind of like, okay, now you're moving to a different house. And it was kind of a headache. Um, before that, just like work stuff. And frankly, it was just really, really hard to find the motivation to do anything mm-hmm. as Yasmin can tell you I bought roller skates and then did nothing with them so <laughs> that should tell you how much motivation I have um and yeah so how about you did you want to go into um your no. feelings well I oh mean, no so just me <laughs> yeah no it, it's all Casey's fault guys I'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. no honestly and then like fucking all the all the new COVID variants and all this bullshit going on so it hasn't necessarily been easy for you and I to even see each other anymore just because too, you said your like road was blocked not that long ago also yeah uh we had like serious snow up here and then unfortunately like right before Christmas I got sick and I'm still sick oh yeah that's another thing too it's so fucking frustrating like, I feel like I'm trying to do what I'm supposed to do, and it just doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, no, I feel that. And then just work stuff also for me has been a little chaotic, but that's boring. Nobody cares about that. Um, point is, <laughs> we're recording now, and we're actually doing a movie that we've been putting off for how long now? At least like a year, right? <laughs> At least. Yeah, and it's a good-ass movie, too. No, it is. And funny thing is, okay, so I remember we talked about it. And okay, so I'm just going to tell everybody the movie that we're doing is the 1999 like horror comedy, I guess. Right. I would call it that. Yeah. Horror comedy. I think so. Are we saying it together? Okay. One, One, two, two, three. I don't know. My God. We're the worst. Why? Okay. One, two, three. I don't know. Oh my God. Are we on a lapse? Because we're doing Skype. Okay. One, two, three. Three. 
idle hands. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're done. We're doing idle hands. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, whatever. Okay, so um yeah, we had planned on doing this movie a long time ago and we talked about it and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen it before. After I like watched it again recently for the first time, I was like, okay, I've definitely seen this, but none of it like I must have watched it when I was really young because I like barely have any recollection or I had barely any recollection of the movie. I think good, this though. was one of the first movies I'd ever seen Jessica Alba in other mm-hmm. than Honey. And yeah, I knew then that I would so, be very confused about my sexuality for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's super cute in this. Um, also, um, this came out in 99. So did Never Been Kissed. So good. So yeah. And I actually want to talk about that a little bit. So we can do you want to just get right into it now, I guess? Yeah, let's do it. At this point. So okay, so we said this came out in ninety nine. So it was mm-hmm. like right on the cusp of the two thousands. But to me, this movie still screams nineties. Like Oh, I a hundred percent. Like the the fashion, the I, honestly the jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very nineties. Um, so it stars obviously okay so <laughs> we're gonna get stuck on this I think for a minute so let's get it out of the way now it stars your boyfriend well Casey's childhood boyfriend Devin it's Sawa right that's Sawa yep yeah okay so stars Devin Jessica Alba um Devin plays Anton Jessica Alba's character is Molly Seth Green who plays Mick Eldon Henson I believe his name is who was also like huge in the 90s as well mm-hmm. I was watching um She's all that the other day. And I was plays, just thinking right? that. He's Rachel Lee Cook's like best friend in that movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what's his name in this movie? Is it Peanub? Yeah, Peanub. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> was I was, like, when I looked it up, I was like, it? is the P silent like pneumonia? But no, it's Peanub. <laughs> pneumonia. Oh, well, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> it has to be right. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I, I mean, they're the main characters. We also have Vivica Fox who plays Debbie. And um, something funny, too, that I was actually or that I stumbled upon when I was doing my research is that the hand like the monster hand in the movie is the same actor's hand that does thing in the Adams Family movies. Did you know that? I didn't. No, I yeah. didn't know that. Isn't that funny? I was like, oh, OK. So he's just like a famous possessed hand actor, I guess. Hey, they have hand models why not have a hand actor they do right which i thought that was kind of cool um okay so directed the movie was directed by rodman flender i believe again if i screw up these names that shouldn't be anything new to anybody um no that sounds I'm right not sure if he directed and also wrote the movie no i think just directed the movie was written by terry hughes and ron milbauer i believe um okay so before we get any further into the movie and everything else we need to talk about Devin Sawa because (laughs) I feel like as 90s kids his like existence was so pivotal for all of us I feel growing up and I mean I like we grew up on his movies that he starred in as a child yeah because this movie what is like right before Final Destination um Kind of. So he did, I want to say Casper was the first, right? Um, but his I role in that so. is so tiny. So, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, that would technically be his first role, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But he was also in the movie that I loved him in personally was Little Giants, the football movie. He was in Now and Then, wasn't he? Yeah, Now and Then. And his um, love interest was um, Christina Ritchie. Christina Ritchie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same as Casper. And he did, I don't know, let's see. He did that movie Wild, is it Wild America? I think that was right before Idle Hands. Yeah, that was in 97. So it seems like he kind of kept, like, consistent throughout the 90s with his acting. Yeah, he, honestly, he has, like, the perfect 90s, like, hunk. or mm-hmm. you know, The hair, everything. Dream boat vibes, yeah. for sure. No, totally. And then also, um, he was Stan in Eminem's music video. Do you remember that? Yes, I totally forgot. <laughs> I saw that music video recently, and I was like, what the fuck? Is that Devin Sawa? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is, like, I remember watching Final Destination a lot when I was a kid. And I feel like it never, like, I don't think it ever clicked for me that that was him in the movies. Because I think I recognized him, like, his face was so recognizable to me, like, when he was younger. Um, that, yeah, I don't even think it clicked for me for, like, a really long time that that was him. Me in either. Honestly, probably not even until, like, a couple years ago, I was, I was like, oh, yeah, that is Devin Sawa. Like, he was mm-hmm. just an actor for some reason in my head. I couldn't yeah. even remember who played the main character in Final Destination. So, another thing, too, that I wanted to talk about, the director, Rodman Flender. Um, I didn't recognize his name right away, but he's done a lot of stuff. Which I was kind of surprised by. Have you heard of The Unborn? Yes, I have. Remember that movie? Um, that movie I think, freaked me the fuck out with that like yeah, old right? person dog combo. It was that head, movie, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Unless if I'm not, a fucking then idiot. Which is yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like I know what you're talking about. And also, so he's done a lot of like writing and directing. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he directed Leprechaun 2 as well. Um, and he does, like, a lot of TV. Like, I think he did a couple episodes of The Office, Gilmore Girls, um, Tales from the Crypt. And he also worked on the Scream TV series. So, the Scream TV series I do like. It's very gory. I know. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. I did watch the new Scream last night, though. And Rich didn't even invite me. Is it because uh, I was so last minute. Huh? Mm-hmm. With who? Who would you go with? My cousins. Mm-hmm. They bought me to my kid. favorite horror movie <laughs> franchise. Nice. Okay, we can nice. go watch it if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm down to go watch it again. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, dude. Okay. Never mind. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not gonna get into it because it wasn't that good, huh? No, I didn't think it was. Honestly, like I enjoyed it for what it was, I guess. But I don't know. A lot of people are saying that it's like the best in the franchise next to the original, and. That couldn't be any farther from the truth, in my opinion. I don't See, think I good. haven't seen Scream 4 because I had never had interest in it. I feel like Scream 2 is really good, though. Scream 2 is amazing. And Scream 3 was, like, okay for me. But I thought Scream 4 was shit. I did not enjoy that movie at all. Okay, see, it's on my list. I'm going to watch it this weekend. And we'll see because I'm honestly, like, just not feeling well. I'm so... I don't know, paranoid about getting anyone else sick. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't have COVID. I'm waiting for my test results. But like, you know, even having a cold, I feel like such a dick move going out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, I know you felt healthy, but then you were in my presence and now you're sick. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've honestly just been trying to stay home because I cannot afford to get sick. I really don't want to be sick either. 
Um, so yeah, I did sacrifice last night though to go see Scream, which I will say was kind of worth it. But um, if I knew what I knew now, I would have just probably waited. <laughs> I would. It's okay. I like. I missed the drive-in for sure. I like you how we're like 23 minutes in, and I'm we're talking about like everything but what actually happens in the movie. <laughs> But that's okay, guys. It's been a long time. Honestly, I haven't really spoken to Yasmin and I'm sorry, Yaz. I know you go by Yaz, but it's just like John. I do not call him Johnny. He's always John or Jonathan to me. (laughs) It's okay. Let's see. I'm trying to make sure there's nothing that I am forgetting. Let's see. Okay. Well, yeah, we can just jump right into it. Did not know this took place during Halloween, by the way. Yeah. I thought the decorations were perfect. It was very 90s. It's so weird because the parents seem like so like sticklers that I was like, really? They're into Halloween. Interesting. You know, because he's like, oh, Anton never even helps me put up the decorations. And it's like, wow, really? Yeah. And it seemed like the parents like really went all out, too, for Halloween. Just Mm -hmm. from what I, you know, could see. Um, So the movie does open, I guess. It's Is that Halloween night or is it the night before? I feel like it has to be. The night before, is it the, is it two days before Halloween? Because see, it's so hard to like not go right into the film, like without it, but I think it's two days before Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So they wake up hearing a noise, right? From outside and Anton, we said that that's his name in the movie, right? Devin Sawa's An- character's name is Anton. I hope so. Cause I'm okay. pretty sure that's his name. <laughs> So the movie starts with his parents. They hear a noise and um, his dad goes and checks what the noise is and never comes back. And then his mom goes downstairs. Right. And then she ends up like tripping and falling and finding blood on the floor. And then do they ever show the dad again or do we just assume that he's dead? We just assume he's dead until like the next day. Oh, okay, that's not that day. Um, So then just to keep this whole beginning part short, um, what does it say on the wall? I'm under the bed. Yeah. Or it says it on the ceiling or something. Yeah, it says it on the ceiling. she looks up. Yeah. And then she gets pulled under the bed, blood everywhere. She's killed. Right? That's essentially the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next scene opens with Anton. And they're just painting this picture of him as this, like, lazy stoner kid. And, um, (laughs) here's my question. How do you not notice that? Okay. You know, you're right. It was a couple days before Halloween because he mentions to his friends later. I haven't seen my parents in a few days. How the fuck do you not notice that your parents are gone? (laughs) Especially because he's, he literally doesn't do anything. He doesn't go to school. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't do anything. His only redeeming quality is that he's not going to let his dog starve. Yeah, that's true. And he's I cute. Know. I mean, okay, yeah, not yeah. a bad, <laughs> you know, not a bad trait to have. But he's literally, like, I feel in real life, I would not be able to stand him. Really? Yeah, like he Why? is just like the the amount of laziness. Like, and here's the thing: is you mean his character sure, in this movie would get on your nerves? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I'm just like, dude, you don't fucking do anything, which I get <laughs> is the dream. But, like, at some point, it's, like, really? Like, you wouldn't even... I don't know. It makes me feel like he doesn't love his parents. Like, I hate mm-hmm. to say that, but he doesn't know his parents are missing. And it's, like, oh, I, I, to think about it, I haven't seen him in a couple of days. And I'm, like, even when I was, like, the shittiest teenager, would never have happened. No, I know. Which I thought was funny. I was, like, okay, well. <laughs> and then he makes himself a sandwich, right? Is this... Okay, so is this before or after he 
No, no, no. He calls his friends first, right? Mick yeah, because he knows because so he's he runs out. out we. Okay. Yes. So he goes over there. They're basically like, you know, maybe if you went to school every once in a while, you would know there's a dance. And that's when we meet Jessica Alba's character because she drops her lyric book or her poet, her poetry, which is like so awful. Like the fact that he's like, I really (laughs) love this one. And she, good for her, she moves fast. And the fact that Jessica Alba, not that again, I just find it odd that Jessica Alba's character in the movie would be into Devin Sawa's character in the movie. Oh, I know. Because she's very, like, clean and pristine, and he's, like, dirty. And all I can think is he probably smells so awful. I know. I I would assume that in the movie, like, while filming, he probably didn't smell. But I noticed that, too. And I was like, okay, they, like, intentionally made him look, like, greasy and yucky looking. And if you haven't washed your hair in a couple of days, as someone who has naturally greasy hair, like I can only imagine like he must smell his scalp must smell horrible. Like mm-hmm. she gets next to him and I would be like, no, because I've been around people with dirty scalps and I'm like, Ugh, no, it smells horrible. <laughs> I've talked about this before that scalp, the word scalp sounds like the way dirty scalp smells. Oh, yeah. And I, I firmly stand by this. <laughs> I remember that conversation. Um, yeah, so, okay, here's my thing, too, though, is that, you know, they paint her as this, like, she, is she in a band? Did they say she's in a band or that she's just a songwriter and plays guitar? You know, I really can't re- remember. I feel, I feel like they made her character just, like, so, I don't want to say vapid because, obviously, she's, you know, an artist or whatever, but she just has no substance. She's just a hot girl that is kind of artistic. Yeah, see, and that's what kind of like bummed me out about it. And I don't know if that was just lazy like writing or character development because they paint her as this like person, you know, and then she rides a motorcycle. She's like this cool girl. And we don't see any of that in the movie. I'm like, I would have liked to have seen her like play a fucking song or something because they give and her this identity and then there's nothing to it. Because it their relationship just it's zero to 60 so pretty much you know he finds the book he gives it he's what he starts to see his hand is being kind of weird um yeah okay so first though he um he returns the book and then he like runs off remember that's right okay yes so he gives her her lyric book back and then she like yells at him and she's like did you read him that's when is that when he recites one of her songs to her is it the second time I think it's the second time because I okay. think he, he ends up going over. So, and oh God, this one is like so difficult because I'm trying to put in like, this. This movie's kind of just like a fever dream, how fast it moves. No, it so does. So, so, okay, well, before before I think he even goes back, we meet um, Debbie's character. Um, She goes to, it's like a prison, right? Vivica Fox's character. And yes, yeah, because that's how we find out, like, there is some foreshadowing that, you know, possession and things like that. Mm-hmm. She's like, what? She plays like a sister? Yeah. <laughs> what does he call Or a nun. Sister? I'm sorry, a nun. No, well, he calls her sister liquor. And she's like, it's liquor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, and we meet the fucking truck douche. Oh, yeah, Randy. So Randy is like, he's just Anton's neighbor, right? Yeah. I think that that's what that is. Okay, so 
Okay, so this is where I'm confused, too, because Debbie, I guess, Sister Licker, whatever you want to call her. So when she goes to that prison and she sees the guy and she's like, oh, it's gone or something. Is she referring to the hand? Because she looks at his hand and it looks all deflated. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure like the book she has or something like that, that kind of like explains it. Cause mm-hmm. then she goes back to her camper and she sees that it makes a pentagram and that she has to go to this specific town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we kind of fast forward towards Anton. He, he goes to make himself a sandwich cause, Oh, he gets beat up by the police or whatever. Not beat up by the police. Yeah. But after he asks him he's, for weed. Yes. <laughs> Because, and they're like, well, you never wanted to smoke weed with us. And he's like, yeah, because you guys are fucking nerds. And so they get pissed and they go, oh, here's your fucking ticket, which whatever, you know. So Mm -hmm. he goes home with his groceries. He's going to make himself a sandwich. I'm sorry, not once have I ever pulled a knife, no matter what size, and not looked where I was putting it. Even like a bread knife. Because I'm like, you know, you you put it in the mayonnaise and you start like putting it everywhere. Well, he was distracted by like the tits on TV or the music video that he was watching. But still, I'm like, you know, like, well, he obviously doesn't care. I mean, his his mom, he's probably used to his mom taking care of him and all that. So we see that he pulls out like a bloody knife. He starts making a sandwich. He bites into it, sees that it's bloody. And then he just like runs. I don't know why. Doesn't he just like run into the scarecrows or whatever? And they fall over and they're his parents, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. <laughs> okay. So after this part, it's so fucking frustrating because there's blood everywhere and he has just missed it every step of the way. There's a fucking eyeball hanging out. Oh, yeah. There's... His cat bones is eating, yes, <laughs> eating an eyeball. Like, <laughs> so weird. So then his isn't it his friends end up coming over and they're like, oh, my God, I think the killers wore your clothes and everything because they find a piece of fabric that matches. Oh, yeah. So a part of his shirt is ripped off. So they start assuming that he's the killer. Um, but not before the fucking part with the what's that fucking song called? Is it Pop That Coochie by Two Life Crew? So. Yeah, <laughs> they come in and he's like, my parents are dead, and they're like, oh, they never show the unrated or what is it like an unrated version of the music video? Yeah, it's like, oh, like, I thought shit. that this was banned or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, your parents are dead, and <laughs> parents are just laying on the floor. And this is, too, like, where we start to realize, oh, because during this time, don't we see that his, his, we know his, like, hand is possessed at this point. And then he, like, doesn't he twirl the cat above his head or something like that at that point? Um, That doesn't happen yet. So, first, he, um, he realizes, yeah, like, my hand is possessed. And then he, um, that's when he throws the bottle at Mick's head, I think, Mm -hmm. is during all of this. And then... That happens, and then he throws like a saw, right? Like that's right. Thing yeah, at, um, Peanut's head and like cuts his head off, and then um, after that is when, and then okay, that's the thing too. I'm like, okay, so he kills his friends, and then he just goes and like watches TV, and then that's when he picks up the cat and like swings it and throws it out the window. I think he is like honestly just like so freaked out, you know. Yeah, like he's probably in shock that he he just found his parents dead is realizing he's the one who killed his parents, but doesn't remember his hand has now gone crazy and killed his two best friends. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. he's just in total shock at this point. And then he's trying to keep his hand like busy. And. At this so after, point, well, after is, he throws the cat the out the window, 
No. So he throws the cat out the window and then he goes over like towards Molly's house because he's looking for the cat. And um, that's, that's when right. he sees her again. And then <laughs> she was like, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, I was looking for my cat. We got into a fight. <laughs> yeah. And she tries to um, fuck him like right away. No, I know. So she invites him in. And then within what, like not even five minutes, his like possessed hand like reaches up into her ass. And then she's what, <laughs> what does she say? She's like, oh, I didn't think that you'd have the balls to do that. Yeah. I was then, like, <laughs> okay, this is assault, brother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then they you know, I know that they were neighbors and I'm sure that obviously she had to have had like a crush or some kind of something on him. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like it moves so fast because then she they start making out and his hand is obviously like trying to kill her and she goes oh you're kinky yeah <laughs> and I'm like you guys are 17 like this is so fast for choking frankly no I know so then he ends up having to tie his hand up to like the bed frame so it doesn't kill her mm-hmm. and they end up hooking up whatever and her parents get home and she's like, oh, you better get out of here because my parents will freak out if they see like a weird, dirty, bloody boy in my room. <laughs> Which and I'm like, honestly, oh, okay. is is fair. Like, no, that's fair. A, but I just I, I don't even have kids, but I'd be like, uh, what the fuck is going on? I feel like <laughs> first, are you injured? And if not, like who who did you injure to get that? You know, No, I know. I just think it's funny that she's like, oh, they'll flip if they see a dirty, bloody boy in here. Not just like the fact that they'll find a guy in your bed. <laughs> like, God forbid. Maybe they're open. Bloody. Yeah, maybe. You never know. You never know. We never meet her parents huh, in the movie. I didn't think so. No. Right. OK. Well, anyways, um, so he does end up burying his friends, though, right? Like, that's when he goes back, and I think that he tries to bury them, and then Mick starts talking from, like, beyond the grave, or, like, mm-hmm. in the dirt to him, saying to, like, I don't remember what happens, but basically, they're not, they're undead, technically, Mick and Peanut. Yeah. And, okay, so they, they had the choice to go to heaven, right? That's what they end up telling him. Yes, yeah, that they were being called towards the light and that it was just basically it was too like, far. Yeah, it was too far. They weren't ready, whatever. Which, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, um, I agree. So, ultimately, they decide, go talk to Randy because they think that he's, like, into, like, what I forget what they say. Do they think he's into, like, devil worship or some shit? Something like that because he's, like, into metal or something. Yeah, <laughs> which makes sense, I guess, right? Um, and then he tells, um, Anton, idle hands are the devil's playground, I think is how it goes. And Which I hate because I'm pretty sure that's not the same. It's probably not, but I thought it was like idle hands are the devil's play things because they would be. Oh, maybe it is. I wrote it down wrong. I don't fucking know. No, no, no. He said it in a way that I, it irritated me, but I also don't know if I'm wrong. I definitely could be. So Hmm. I don't remember. That's just what I wrote down. Yeah, so, like, he goes home and knits from that point. Yes, because he's trying to keep his hands busy. Which I thought was hilarious. And so, Mick and Peanut, they're alive, and fucking Mick ends up taking, like, a, what are those barbecue fucking tools called? That looks like a giant fork, and he ends up, like, staking it onto Peanut's head and then, like, shoving it back and down his throat so his head would stay on. I have, I don't know, I, I would just call it a barbecue. Q fork. I have no idea what yeah, it's called. Right? 
Um, which I thought that was hilarious. Um, and okay, so that that's when the cops go back to the house, and that's when Anton sticks the knitting needle into the cop's throat, killing mm-hmm. one of them, right? And then he tasers the other one, or somebody gets tased, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Which that's God, those cool. kills were pretty good. Honestly, this movie is like a little gory. It's like mm-hmm. in a good way though. Yeah. But honestly, like to me, like the blood and everything is so like bright and like like the part where he's making um the sandwich, the blood that's on the knife, it looks oh, yeah. very like bright and like I, I it goes hand in hand to me with like the horror comedy thing going on. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. look too realistic, you know what I mean? To where it's like yeah. just straight up creepy. I feel like it fits like this type of movie. It yeah, it was gory, but it it wasn't like even when um Peanut gets his head sawed off, like it's not too gory. You know what I mean? It was enough still I agree. to where it kept it funny and like lighthearted, if you will. Yeah. No, not, I totally agree. Not super gross. And then, okay, so he decides he wants to try to just cut off his hand and tries first using like a bagel bread cutter. Is that what that was? Yes. <laughs> Which as soon as he pulled that out, I was like, okay, um, that's not going to do anything. That's for slicing bread. And I think What's-His-Face even says something like that doesn't even cut through bagel. Yes, yeah. So that doesn't work. And then he decides to chop it off with a meat cleaver. Mm-hmm. And that ends up working. And then he puts it in the microwave, right? Yeah. Like, right away. Um, And then he microwaves his hand, which doesn't really do anything to it, right? So it looks like it basically makes it explode kind of a little bit it looks like kind of fucked up at that point mm-hmm. um and his his friends go what they go to grab like snacks or something yeah i think so and then they come back and they let his fucking hand loose mm-hmm. okay so before we even like move forward um i didn't know i well i mean i watched it all the time before but on robot chicken i didn't remember this segment there's an idle hands like parody segment have you seen that I don't think I have. It's called Idle Nuts. And instead of a hand, like, this guy's balls are possessed, and he ends up putting his balls in the microwave in the the robot chicken bit. It's pretty funny. I can confirm I've never seen that then. (laughs) No, I know. I I feel like I watched it so much, and I don't remember. Maybe I had seen that segment, and I didn't remember it. But, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, Also, I really liked that there were, like, cool little nods to – Dawn of the Dead, and I think Night of the Living Dead, too, mm-hmm. um, where they kind of, like, showed little clips of it on the TV in the background, like, any time that they were at the house, um, which I thought that was kind of cool. Which is, like, such a classic horror movie thing to do. Mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead is always on the TV, it seems, in I horror know. movies, which is not I a know. bad thing, but it's, it is, it, I love that that kind of ties together because that means that almost every single horror movie is in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, also, there was no shortage of fucking band shirts in this movie. Seriously. No, like upon watching it for the second time, I was like, okay, I like literally wrote down like every single band shirt I saw in this. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I wonder if they like had to pay all these bands to like use all these logos and t-shirts. I didn't even think about that. That's kind of a good point, though. Well, that but would wouldn't be... it just be under like wardrobe? Well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Would it? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I just thought like, wow, 
I was like, this is like an excessive use of fucking band shirts. And also, let me just point out, because if they ended up having to pay anyone for that, uh, they didn't get their money back. This movie had a $25 million budget and I think grossed like a little over $4 million, which Damn, so is really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, they lost at the box office on this one, which to me is kind of funny because, well, it's not funny. Um, I think this movie's really good and it deserved more love. But I think because at this point, like in the 90s, I think rom-coms and like, you know, like Never Been Kissed came out that same year. I think that there was no way this movie was going to dominate over a movie like that in the 90s. I agree because, you know, this is such a specific type of horror as well, mm-hmm. you know, because I think... I feel, and I could be wrong, I just feel like you don't see a ton of horror comedies. You either have horror or you have a comedy. And while we did start to see, I feel like, more coming into the 2000s for sure, like with, you know, Scary Movie and things like that, I don't know if this had a big of enough cast to kind of like, you know, throw that net and please horror and comedy viewers. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, And it's not even like the cast was bad. I mean, I feel like everybody kind of brought to the table what they needed to bring to the table. I feel like Seth Green kind of plays the same character in the majority of the movies that he's in. Um, Well, especially in the 90s. I mean, the cast is great. I don't want to this isn't like a knock to the cast at all. I'm just curious if, you know, like Devin Sawa, you know, he I'm sure he was still popular ish then, you know, Mm -hmm. but. It's almost like a curse of like, you know, child actors is that when they start getting to a certain age, you're like, oh, you know? Mm. Yeah, I know. I think we talked about this, that um, I feel like my personal crush for Devin kind of started to fade probably after this movie. <laughs> yeah, like I clearly I didn't even remember this. him in Final Destination. No, and I don't think he's like necessarily cute. There is something about him being this kind of like lanky long-haired blonde boy you know yeah yeah. well I mean everybody I feel like anyone who grew up watching those movies definitely had a crush on him back in the 90s okay (laughs) that was just my last crush on him when did SLC Punk come out was it before Um, or after because oh my god I think he's so cute in that movie I watched it recently I was like oh my god he doesn't have a big role though in that does he no he's like crazy like he's he's basically like not brain dead but he uh-huh. has like an od and it caused like a psychotic episode oh okay that's right okay so that one came out in 98 so that was just right a year before right before oh, okay yeah yeah was, i feel like that's like his peak right there is slc mm-hmm. um i know same with matthew lillard <laughs> oh, oh my god oh matthew lillard supremacy rules my heart i actually just i'm sorry side note Speaking of Scream, speaking of Matthew Lillard, I literally, you know, my Billy Loomis shirt or my sweater that I got? Yeah. Did I tell you? Okay, so I got one like that for Stu as well. Wait, they made a Stu one also? No, I found a separate. I'll send you a picture on Etsy and I'll also post it on our Instagram. But yeah, I had to order it because Matthew Lillard is a fucking god and I love him. (laughs) He is such a babe. He's so cute. Even as like an adult, I'm like, oh yeah, you're cute. I love him. Well, I feel like we talk about him enough. We posted about him on our podcast page. People know that we love Matthew Lillard. I'll do it again. I'll do it every day for the rest of my life. (laughs) 
I know. Um, also, fun fact. I feel like we've talked about this before, but his first, I think, like on-screen role was in Ghoulies 3, which I don't think that he has any lines, but he's adorable in it. And if you haven't seen Ghoulies 3, you should check it out because Again, it's it amazing. Goes, it goes back to the tall, lanky guy thing. I mm-hmm. don't know why, but that is definitely like my type. Same. I'd have to agree. Um, okay, wait. Another thing? Huh? Yes. Oh, oh no, Something else that I did also want to bring up because the movie does kind of like co-star Seth Green. Seth Green was also in the movie Ticks that came out in 1993. I feel like we have to bring this up since we're talking about Seth Green. And if you haven't seen that movie, you need to check that out as well. Have you watched it yet? I don't think I have. Okay. That's the one with Alfonso Rubiero where he plays Panic. They call me Panic because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will. It sounds so familiar. Maybe I have in like years and years ago. I'll check it out again, though. Yeah, no, I mean, just throwing that out there. If you haven't seen Ticks, anybody who's listening to this, please check it out because it is also like it's kind of like a sci fi horror film, um, but it has its like funny moments. Alfonso Ribeiro is hilarious. I think it also it also has Clint Howard. Yeah. And it's just Clint Howard being his weird self. And it's really good. Um, Okay, so before, let's see. Before they end up, do they go to the dance now? Or I'm trying to, like, not skip over anything. Do-do-do. So he kills the cops, cuts off his hand. Um, He goes and he sees Randy at the, because, so basically, what happened is Anton when he was I don't know asleep or something but his hand killed these weird twins at this fast food restaurant and so he ends up going he sees Randy who's hitting on an underage girl which is like pretty fucking gross and then he's like well I need you to help me and that's when oh wait no we already talked about this part but I don't think we mentioned that it's for his murder victims do you remember that because he was like, he's talking to Randy, or no, the the teenage girl's talking to Randy, and he's like, oh, did you know them? And she's like, no, they asked me out, and I told them to go blow each other, and then Randy goes, and did they? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I, like, vaguely remember that part, because that's when Anton goes and, like, asks him for help, right? Yes, and you're right, and that's when he does the knitting, and he does all that. Okay, so, yeah, Mm -hmm. we're we're all on the same page. For some reason, I thought it was later, but no, now they are at the dance. Right, okay, okay, actually, wait, so before that, um, Molly goes to Anton's house, right, and she's, like, knocking on the door, and she's like, hey, we're gonna be late, it's freezing out here, blah, 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 Um, and what is he doing at that point? Is the... Did he catch the hand again? I Do you remember don't the part that I'm talking so. about? Yeah, or, I don't think so. I think it went out the window. Okay. Because remember, he's like wrestling in the house like with himself and she's outside and she's like banging on the door. Why can't I fucking remember that part? I don't remember if he's like wrestling with the hand or what the deal is, but maybe he was. So I think we may. And honestly, this episode is so convoluted and all over I the know. place. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. So I think he's like wrestling with the hand. I think he was like, hey, I'll meet you at the dance. Then he when he finishes, he throws. That's when it like breaks out. Right. 
And then he has to steal the truck and get to the dance because the hand is, like, fixated on Molly now. Yeah, it wants to kill Molly. Uh-huh. So, okay. Let's see. So, Molly goes to the dance by herself. And, yeah, okay. So, um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. They get to the dance. Before they even go inside, they pan over to this couple, right? They're, like, making out in their car. Mm-hmm. Um, because the hand makes its way to the dance. And... I forget the kid's name. Do you remember? Oh, my God. I think I wrote down the quote. Where is it? So this random couple, they're, like, making out and stuff in this guy's car. And, fuck, what does he say? I think it's Peanub's character. Oh, my God. I wrote it down, too. Where is the quote? Oh, so the couple dies. The hand, like, strangles the chick, I think. And then how how does it kill the guy? I have no idea. I feel like it didn't show that really, but there's a lot of blood. Yeah, so they show him and the guy's dead. And then um, fucking, is it Mick that says, like, what a waste or something? And then he's like, yeah. oh, I thought you didn't like Curtis. And he's like, I'm talking about that ass. Yes. <laughs> fucking Pino, that was hilarious. Um, so then they go into the dance and Jessica Alba, can we talk about her dance moves for a second? <laughs> Oh, we could talk about it more than a second because <laughs> I I do not even know what to say. I know. I was like, fuck, dude. We were like, I I mean, I was older, like a little bit older by the time this movie came out. And I don't recall anybody dance. I not I didn't know anybody who danced like that. No, I was seven years old when that movie came out. And I even children like she dances in the most bizarre way but she also does that basically in like never been kissed I don't know if she just <laughs> she just <laughs> I have no idea because then she does a dancing movie like a couple years later and it's great but it's like you know this movie is just peak what the fuck are you doing <laughs> wait are you talking about honey yes I love okay. honey no so movie, I was fucking obsessed I was, with that movie yeah the style her I was like oh my god this is a dream but I do not know a couple years before that what what was going on. She is unhinged when she did. Yeah. Okay. So Honey came out in 2003. That wasn't like that far after. Four years later. So she's just like, yeah, now I, now my hair has grown out and I have bangs. Like I dance hip hop now. (laughs) It, yeah. Cause this was, I'll see if we can find like a GIF or something and post it because it's really <laughs> bizarre to say the least. But you know the thing that like fucking it doesn't piss me off because I just think like she's so hot that she can dance like that and she still looks like great doing it. If I did that, I would probably get laughed out of a fucking building. Okay, I don't agree because I think you're the same amount of hot. Uh, no. Yes, but thank this, you. I appreciate is, the compliment. This is false. <laughs> you are that hot. I just think she has no shame. Her character in the movie doesn't have any shame. Yeah, so it kind of, it works. You know, because, like, when someone's confident, because, like, honestly, looking at her, like, I think you and me would be like, okay. Like, I would never make fun of her to her face. No, never. Or, like, even in front of other people, I wouldn't be like, dude, what the fuck is going on? But, like, (laughs) I'm thinking about, like, when I saw her come on screen and she was dancing, I'd be like, I don't even know what that is. And I'm like, is everyone hearing the same music? Like, obviously, I know in movies, like, they don't play the music while they're filming. But, like, what song did they tell her that they were thinking of putting in? That that's the dance 
she was like, okay, I got this. I got this. I have just the right fucking move for it. Which, okay, so it's the offspring playing at the dance. Okay, um, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, like, everything aside, I fucking can't stand the offspring, so that... That just did nothing for me. <laughs> um, but I thought it was really cool. So, like, right when they, like, pan into the um, dance, did you notice there was, like, a giant, like, face cut out of a jack-o'-lantern as, like, the backdrop behind the band? Hmm, I don't know if I did. Yeah, I just thought that was cool. I was like, oh, they, like, really went all out for their little Halloween dance. Um, I appreciate those little touches. I know you do, too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Clearly so, not in this case because I can't remember it, but yeah, usually. Yeah, so they're the band's playing, and um, honestly, I don't remember a whole lot other than her dancing and then fucking Dexter, the singer from The Offspring, getting scalped, which is pretty fucking hilarious. And then she ends up disappearing or, like, leaving with her friend. What's her friend's name? Um, Tanya? Molly's friend, Tanya. So she dances with Peanut for a little bit. And then um, I, there's so much that happens in this fucking part. Like, I don't even remember. And then I just remember them ending up, like, running away. And then they end up using Tanya's shoe to stop that big old fan thing. So they can both, like, jump down underneath it. And then fucking Tanya gets, like, ripped to shreds because the hand ends up moving the shoe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like That's like all blender. I really remember. And poor Pina, because for sure he was gonna like get it in. Oh, with her, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then he yeah, and then of That's course Nick short. was like ripping on him because he was like, Oh, are you sure you're not still interested? <laughs> so okay, the only thing that I was kind of bummed about because I don't like off screen kills is that her death would have probably been the coolest if they had showed it, but I don't think they show anything. They I think don't. it's just like blood splatter. Yeah, but her death would have also been, like, the absolute most expensive thing sure. to, like, actually put together. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine how much that would have cost. To yeah, make and they work. couldn't, <laughs> clearly they couldn't have afforded to spend any more because they didn't even break even on this movie, which kind of bums me out. Um, yeah, that kind of sucks. They lost at least what, like, fifteen million on this. That's really bad. yeah. So you said what the their budget was what twenty seven or was twenty one? Twenty five. So they lost twenty one million dollars over this. Yeah, which I think is a shame because honestly, even the worst horror movies, I, I hope are successful at least at the box office because I feel like that only allows us to get more horror. You know, mm-hmm. because it is. And I, I hate to say this because I feel like it's such like a, you know, a jab at the horror genre. But I feel like you either have great horror or you have horrible horror. Mm-hmm. And there is no in between, really. Like, I think if honestly, if it's forgettable horror, it's not good horror. I hate to yeah. say that. I mean, obviously, I'm not the end all be all of horror opinions here. But I feel like if someone's like there, there are absolutely horror movies. I forget that I've seen. And that's not good, you know? Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, the shitty thing for me, though, I think, like I mentioned, as to why this movie kind of probably just got lost, like, at this time was because so many of, like, the most pivotal, like, 90s rom-coms came out within this time frame. You had, like, She's All That. And, you know, all of these actors that are, like, in these movies all, I feel, just bounced around and kind of did, like, different, you know what I mean? Like... 
everybody was working on so many different projects at this time. And I mean, Seth Green, like, thankfully, you know, had the Austin Powers movies, I think, under his belt. I think the first one came out in 97. So, um, I mean, I think, though, like during a time where there's so many like rom-coms, you would think something different would do well, you know, because the market is so oversaturated. You would think that something like this would be a real standout. Yeah. And I don't I just, you know, again, I just don't know the audience then because for me and I know for your parents too, horror, at least my dad and I, is a big part of our relationship. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like he would always show me these movies. We'd watch them together or especially something like this. That's a lot more palatable, you know, because it's not like something that can't be killed. Right. It, it, mm-hmm. it can be, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think when when it, I don't know, it just it is kind of a bummer that it didn't at least break even. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely bums me out about it. I mean, it definitely has more of a cult following, I think, now than maybe it did back then. Um, which is cool. You know, I know that this movie is loved by like, I hate to say this, but like more hardcore horror fans, I guess, you know, or just people that appreciated those movies that came out in that, like the nineties, you know, um, I don't know that like an, somebody who's maybe into like more modern horror or like younger than us, I don't know that they would appreciate idle hands as much. I um, don't think so either because a lot of, so first of all, if you're like a teenager, within the past like couple years, you're fucking spoiled. You yeah. want to know what Yasmin and I grew <laughs> up with? Like the pinnacle of horror was like Freddy versus Jason and Jason X. Like that's the shit that we got coming out, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be like, oh, wrong turn is bad because <laughs> it, it was, <laughs> yeah, like these are the movies we got. We didn't get like Hereditary, Midsummer. Like we didn't get like these really beautifully shot and frankly, I don't think we got <laughs> very, <Jason> l- <laughs> I mean, like, you know, and I like Jason X, but that should fucking oh, yeah, tell no you shade. something that I this is what we too. got, you know? Yeah, it, no, for when sure. You look at movies like Hereditary and Midsummer. It's like so much love goes into those films. Right. And then you get movies like, again, Jason X or like, and I, I don't want to shit on Freddy versus Jason, but that movie's so problematic that <laughs> those are the movies that were like, yeah, we have a fondness for them because it's like that's what the fuck we got. They're like, right. oh, you want you want to be scared, bitch? Here you go. Yeah, like this no, that sure. that they didn't give a fuck about us. Fucking creators care about you assholes now. Fucking lucky. <laughs> I know, seriously, and I won't give anything away about Scream, but there were so many like mentions of modern horror that I was just like, oh my gosh, like. When you think about it, it's crazy because the types of movies that are being made now, which, you know, say what you want about them. I know people have their opinions on Midsummer and Ari Aster movies and A24, all that. Um, But I mean, we have to like take a, you know, we have to take a second to appreciate the fact that horror is moving in an entirely different direction Mm -hmm. now, which I mean, it might be for you. It might not be. But um, I mean, yeah, it's (laughs) it's a vast improvement over the movies that you named that we grew up with. Even if it's, like, it's supposed to, like, represent something else, at least it has substance. It's not, like, how many titties can we fit into one shot? Right, right. Absolutely. Like, so, Tanya is dead. Tanya is dead. So, after that, um, okay, when's the part? Is it the principal that Anton walks in on or some shit? I think so. 
Is that before or after this? I don't remember. But wasn't the fucking principal like on one of those like sex hotlines or some shit? I thought so because <laughs> one of remember. these parts, the the hand like sharpens its fingers. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, in the um little pencil sharpener thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so I kind of remember that. I don't remember if that was before or after Tanya dies, but I know that that happens. Um. Is okay. I'm trying to think. Does this just go straight into the part where the hand possesses that doll? Right. Yes. Does it possess Which was the ridiculous? Doll? It does, right? No, it's just like a hand puppet. So the oh, hand is, that is in the is? puppet. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I just re- oh, I have written down like possesses. Molly puppet. is now tied to the car too. Okay, so the hand t- was able to tie Molly to the car. <laughs> like I, I have no idea. Like Molly was basically like, okay, I guess I'm going to die. I don't, I do not know this hand. Like I could understand it killing, like choking or like stabbing with its like sharp fingers, Uh but how it tied a knot, I will have no idea. I I do not. I do not know. I don't either. So this um, car is being like raised up to the ceiling. So it would essentially like crush her. Right. I Mm -hmm. think is the point of that. And doesn't he okay what is what do they do they like start smoking and then blows he blows smoke into the hand or into the hand puppet yeah he blows it into the hand <laughs> puppet which has the hand so now the hand is high and then the puppets but the puppet's eyes like change and shit too. <laughs> yes it is <laughs> this movie is oh just God. so fucking strange it is <laughs> fucking hilarious i just remember and I, I remember watching it and thinking like oh my god i really hope like the face uh the face expressions on the puppet change and when they did i was fucking dying it's so good so <laughs> uh let's see so the hand or i i don't fucking know basically the car stops rising molly gets saved and um her and devin's character anton they start making out and then in the midst of all of that um somebody hits the controls right for the car and then Anton gets crushed. Yes. But before that, the hand is basically like gets an arrow from Vivica Fox's character. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So this arrow, is that what's supposed to like kill the hand? Yes. Because it like disappears. It just like bursts basically. And then Vivica Fox, Fox's character turns to Randy and she's like, now it's time for the ritual ritualistic sex. Are you coming with me? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I fucking hated that Randy guy. Me too. He just, (laughs) I don't know. He seems like it's like he has tested out like all the roofies on himself to know which ones work the best. Like that's the vibe you get from him. Mm -hmm. Just a tool. And then, yeah, that whole part with the fucking underage high school girl was just I was like yeah I'm not a fan of this character but that's fine whatever so Anton goes to the hospital and Mick and Peanut are his guardian angels now technically Mm -hmm. right and Molly is in the room with him so he chooses to stay on earth instead of go to heaven right yep happens Um, he ends up getting left alone in the room. He looks and sees a message saying, I'm under the bed on the ceiling. And I think that it's like presumed that Mick and Peanut were the ones that 
left the message there. I think they were just fucking with him. Yes. Yep. Right. And then that's like essentially how the movie ends. <laughs> yep. And then. Yeah, then it's done. Which I'm glad that they did not make a sequel to this film. I mean, there's no way that they would have been able to. Like, no, you know. I know. I'm really glad they didn't either. It didn't need to. There, yeah, there would have been no need for a sequel at all. And I just think, like, since this was the very, like, at the ass end of the 90s, like, it just needed to be done. Because anything from that point on, this to me, like, if they had done a sequel... It and it was anything like this, it wouldn't fit into like the 2000s horror like genre, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I definitely I feel like agree with that because we were already starting to take a turn, like even in the early 2000s with horror. And I think that these like kind of more campy, like cheesy, you know, type of movies, I think this was like the end of it. Well, we started getting like these kind of reboots of these horror legends basically Mm -hmm. so you do and i know i've said jason x and freddy versus jason like a thousand times but you get that we get the reboot of friday the 13th we get the reboot of a nightmare on elm street and then we get the reimagining of rob of a halloween by rob zombie Mm -hmm. so we get these and i feel like we you're right because the 90s felt a little more silly Kind of mm-hmm. like even when we're looking at Scream, which is like a beautiful ode to like all the what's great about horror, frankly, you know, we're looking at this and that's great. But there's still some like soft humor. I feel like when we get more into like the early 2000s, I feel like horror gets a little mean and like a little dirty, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I just don't think anything like, oh, LOL, isn't this silly? I just don't feel like it would have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And I mean, it is a bummer that the movie didn't do very well, but I feel like that's fine. Like I said, it has a cult following now. I feel like it's loved by a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, it it closed off a chapter of like, you know, quintessential like 90s. Yeah, feelings, totally. Basically, you know? And um, I know just to touch on like the whole 90s thing and because I feel like back then, um soundtracks and like bands kind of like I feel like it was the quintessential like three bands that had music in like all of these songs and I feel like one was like definitely Blink-182 I feel like mm-hmm. you probably heard the offspring in multiple 90s movies I can't think of it oh absolutely um fucking oh my gosh I can't even think of some of these names um you know what I'm talking about just the groups that sang all those fucking huge 90s songs yeah I mean it's there. It's basically like someone wrote the formula and they said, okay, now we have to stick to it. Yeah. That's pretty much all. And it, it's obviously not every horror movie, but if you're looking, I don't know, it's, I don't want to say pandering, but any movies that were pandering to like a younger audience, they're like, we have to use the, like something that sounds like this. Right. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, this movie just embodies that like super nineties, like, vibe and I feel like yeah I don't know I feel like you just you can't recreate that in the 2000s like it stays in the 90s and that's where it lives forever and we just leave it alone (laughs) you know what I mean I'm trying to even think of like and I think what's good is I don't feel like a ton of movies try Mm -hmm. you know we're not getting a lot of that are like oh yeah we're actually like the new scream I don't feel like that obviously they created a new scream but it feels like oh, this is just a continuation. They're not trying to recreate the magic, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, totally. 
Because you would be hard pressed to, frankly. I feel like I've said frankly so much in this episode, but frankly, <laughs> it would be difficult. I mean, there are so many movie, well, maybe not so many movies in the 90s, but the, the movies you remember deserve to be remembered. Like, that's the best thing about 90s horror, you know? Yeah, totally. I agree. Out of five idle hands, what would you give it? I give this movie a solid three and a half idle hands. <laughs> you know what? We are on the same page. I'm going to give it a three idle hands, which I okay. feel like is really good considering. So we're doing it out of five, um, right? Yeah. Did I screw it up again? Because remember last time I was like, oh, I give it 10. And you were like, oh, it's only out of five. <laughs> no, no, no. You did it. No, I think you did it perfect. Yeah, because okay, you did cool. three and a half and I'm giving it a three. So, yeah, okay. three out of five, three and a half out of five, I think is is a good score. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a strong score for a movie, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think just because I, I don't know, I feel like I have a bias towards it maybe because we grew up in the 90s. So, to me. These types of movies are just so nostalgic and, you know, whether it's a good movie or not, like I get enjoyment out of it. So that's kind of where my three and a half, you know, rating comes from. Some people might watch this and think it's not even worthy of one, but that's fine. This is my opinion. Well, and that's your prerogative, babe. Like, <laughs> you know, if you don't yeah. like this movie, I fucking get it. If you love this movie, I fucking get it. Like, yeah, that's, that is what's great about film. OK, this is why. <laughs> I, I love and hate listening to like any podcast that has to do with movies, you know, especially if you like the movie. And mm -hmm. I'm sure people think the same about listening to ours is that this is solely our opinion. I'm not a fucking film major. I've never made a movie. I've never tried to write a movie. So for me, this is just from a viewer's point of view. And who knows? I may have like the worst fucking taste of all time. I just fucking told you like all the movies I watched <laughs> as a kid. So who I'm sure. That was very, that really did damage to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, just fucking like uh, what you like. And, you know, stop fucking, you know, don't yuck someone else's yum, dude. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So overall, I mean, we like it. We like it. We do. <laughs> yep. That's our synopsis of uh, fucking all the shit that we just talked about. And uh, I don't know if you have some suggestions for movies you'd like us to watch. Please give us options. Yeah, that would be helpful. Uh, um, let us know. Um, otherwise, we'll think of another movie and hopefully have a new episode soon. Um, but that's kind of all I got for you guys. Same we got for you guys. Okay, well, um, I forgot how to close out our show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to okay. us ramble about horror and nonsense. I'm Yaz. <laughs> I'm Casey, and this has been the Worst Horror Podcast. <gasps> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>